BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi everyone, Sandman here. This video is brought to you by a donation from David. And here's what he very briefly has to say. Hi Sandman, thank you for addressing the painful situation of modern feminism and wokeness with humor and truth. Your work is important. Well Dave, thanks for the donation. I thought I'd cover an article called Women Who Stay Single and Don't Have Kids Are Getting Richer from Bloomberg. The article cites Federal Reserve stats that show single unmarried women have accumulated $65,000 in savings while single men only have $57,000. So we're now starting to see both feminists and traditionalist simps go into damage control mode so they can somehow make it appear that women are suffering even after they're surging forward in standard of life when compared to men to make women appear to be the economic victims even though they're the victors the first place i came across this story was a linkedin news article it said that women who skip marriage and motherhood have bigger bank accounts when compared to single men but women's salaries take a hit after having kids a phenomenon experts called the motherhood penalty so women are victims for being mothers now. I'll read bits and pieces from the Bloomberg article as well. The majority of the article goes into mostly reasons why women aren't having kids, mostly socioeconomic ones, and it's pretty boring. Here are some of the interesting points, and I quote, Ashley Marrero figures she's taken 10 trips in the last 12 months, often with friends from a group of about 25 people, who are largely unmarried and don't have children. Anna Dixon, age 41, who recently traveled to Napa Valley with Marrero and some of their friends says, All these people are so smart, talented, put together, and they don't have kids. They're very independent, says Dixon, a product manager at Google who's divorced and now lives with her boyfriend of five years in Manhattan's Hell's Kitchen. And I was like, I want that. I want to do all of that. The life Marrero and Dixon have chosen does have its drawbacks, though. People who are single and child-free pay more in taxes. And housing is a lot harder to afford on a one income than two. Especially with home prices and rents at record highs and mortgage rates on the rise. Another worry for those without children is who will care for them in their old age. For dicks and the pluses of parenthood don't outweigh the minuses. I like to travel, pick up, and go whenever I want, says Dixon. Who is jaunts with their extended family of friends in the past year have included Alaska and Anguilla. I'd rather regret not having kids than regret having them. As for Marrero, she's still paying to store her eggs in case she changes her mind. But she's certain that even if she doesn't, she won't feel like she missed out. If I don't have children, it may or may not be a choice, she says. But that should have nothing to do with your happiness. You can be so happy going this route too. Unquote. I'll discuss the disaster that the childless West is about to become with women making and saving the majority of money these days in just a moment. But let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, 
Chris Whalen. He's a U.S. business tax expert serving clients in North America and abroad. The first consultation is always free, just like men going their own way. He's also a fellow MGTOW and will keep your pills red, but brings your books back to black. Reach out to Chris Whalen, CPA, today for all your personal and business accounting needs before taking care of your sexual needs. Sponsor link is down below. Anyways, now back to single women no longer wanting children while continuing to live like overgrown children themselves, Clown World Show. We all know that women spend more money on luxuries and waste more time than men do. Plus, the article I read makes mention that many of the single women who have more money than single men were once upon a time married. So of course they're going to have more money. They spend their ex-husband's alimony money. Single mothers, on the other hand, instead of $65,000 in savings on average, have only $7,000. The article I mentioned doesn't discuss how large or small the divorce settlements were for these strong and independent women that travel the world on their ex-husband's dime. In today's world, it's cheaper to pay, spray, and send her away with regards to working girls than it is to get married. I bet the reason many of those single men without kids have less money than single women without kids is because of alimony payments. Let's also not forget that many corporations these days are biased with regards to their hiring practices. It's 41% more likely that a woman applying for an engineering job these days is more likely to have her resume read by someone compared to a man. The human resources departments are stacked against men, with all those women working in them. Anywho, I thought it was very suspicious that single women are saving more money than single men, even though we all know women spend more money than men do. So it makes sense that the reason many single women have so much money is because they divorced well. That's how she becomes the rich boss bitch. But you'll never hear that, and it's only shoehorned at the bottom of the article. That way women don't actually have to go into damage control mode. After the article was released, the second one came out called Single Women Are Wealthier. Not so fast, Virginia Scholar says. Professor and director of the National Marriage Project, Brad Wilcox, says that the study doesn't include married women. Of course, he needs to pipe in too because he has a vested interest in having people join the marriage club. Otherwise, he'd probably be out of a job. The second article I linked to in the description says this, and I quote, Brad Wilcox says that Smith's article fails to take married women into account. The data only compares single men with and without children against single women with and without children. Other data from the St. Louis Fed shows that married adults may considerably more than unmarried adults. Other data from the St. Louis Fed released in 2019 found that married young adults had about three times as much wealth as single households or couples living together from 1989 to 2016. Unquote. What type of educational simstitution is the University of Virginia with regards to fighting for traditionalism? Brad Wilcox appears to be a white knight, but he's right, because women appear to be the best off when they're married. But no one wants to mention that divorced women are better off than single and never married women to begin with. And the Fed study doesn't take that into consideration either. For women, divorce gives many of them a golden parachute. But if they stay married, they get a diamond glider to help them avoid a crash in their lives at some point. Why didn't these articles ask single women how they were able to accumulate so much money in the first place? More than men, in fact. Especially when women are usually more tempted to spend that money. Brad says that married young couples more frequently own a home, so that's how they're able to partially accumulate so much more money, according to the Fed data. Everyone is cherry-picking the results, looking for the answer they're looking for, instead of breaking things down into proper categories. They need to separate things into single women that are divorced, single women that are never married, and single mothers that are still taking care of children. Then they need to do the same for men. If they do all of that, then we'll get a better picture of what's going on out there. 
Otherwise, we're most likely never see the whole picture. But then again, if you did compare single women that were divorced versus those that were never married to begin with, then women would not be happy about that and could try and cancel you because you're revealing their muff magician trick. That a marriage is a heads-you-lose and a tails-I-win game for women. When a woman gets married, it's like spending your money at a casino where the house always wins. Even if you win in the short run, which in this case is basically having a long-term stable marriage, that based on the game of probabilities, you're still going to lose out long-term. So regardless of if you're married or divorced, the odds of your wife having a better life, married or divorced, is better than if she just stays single. That's what really pisses me off about the article and the simp that responded back. Neither of them mention that even when a woman loses by getting divorced, she still wins financially. If I was a woman or was in the business of being a financial planner, I would suggest to women that the number one most important financial decision they can make in their life is to get married. Win or lose, you still win. Unless you're one of the few women that make more money than your husband. Just make sure you don't marry a deadbeat, because if you do and have kids with them, then you'll be in the worst financial shape possible if you're a sexy single mother. But I also think there's a good thing we can do about this study. When women say there's a wage gap, just point to this study and say that single women have more money than single men. They won't like that because then they can't argue back. They can't even say that the reason many single childless women have more money is because they got it through divorce. If they say that, then they risk giving the game away. If you're discussing this and there are a few people around, then you need to mention that women win financially regardless of if they get divorced or stay married. Men, on the other hand, we lose regardless of if we stay married or to get a divorce. It's a lose-lose proposition for us. We lose our time, money, have years of our lives shaved off due to emotional stress. Because she's constantly driving you crazy, asking you if she looks good in an ugly dress. You probably know all of this by now, but many guys don't. And if there are other guys listening when you say it, they'll begin to question the nature of their marriage in reality too. Between women and trad cons like Professor Brad Wilcox at that university which is a substitution of lower learning, the argument in the public forum seems to be covered. But we know that's not really the case. We know that something stinks here. Maybe the idea is to try and drum up the old gold-digging spirit in men by making them think that women have money that they'll actually spend on us. There has to be some sort of agenda here. Maybe they think that men value the same things as women and want to set a trap for us and don't really understand that men want women based on their looks and how attractive they are, because that's what makes us tingle, and not how much their money in their bank accounts jingles. Maybe they're just too stupid to realize that men want different things than they do, because they drank and swallowed the woke leftist period blood punch, and think that the cultural conditioning is more important than anything else when it comes to being a man. I don't think that's the case, and that's why I think that the University of Virginia marriage professor tries to encourage women to get married. He's literally telling them that they'll be better off if they're married and stay married. They know that. But many of them have gone even further. They got married, got divorced, and are now enjoying their ex-husband's money. Sure, they have a smaller net worth than if they had stayed married. But they have more freedom, and as men going our own way, far too often we can't put a price on freedom. Anyways, that's it for today. Thanks again to David for the donation, and I hope you enjoyed this topic. Don't forget to smash the like button the way that women can smash one man they marry for his money, leave him and then still have more money than him. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on BitChute, Twitter, and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, and MGTOW.TV to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized, and if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. 
or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the same man for $45. US and I won't rush you out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. And remember, a red pill a day keeps the women that marry you just so they can gain their independence by divorcing you away. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.